This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey there, and welcome to the Eurogamer Newscast. And this week, we're talking about PlayStation VR 2 and its price point. Uh, joining me this week, we have a very special guest. It's Ian Higton of Eurogamer's video team. Hi. I thought you were going to say Ed then. He's definitely <laughs> definitely cooler than me. No, welcome. Ed has to put up with me far too often. He's <laughs> very true. special, but he's, he's not a guest. Um, and Fair yeah, enough. Ed is here as well. <laughs> as is Ishrak. Hello. And I'm here too, amazingly. Uh, Ian, Hi, thank you so much for joining us. I know you're, you're super busy at the moment um, with this and God of War and who knows what else over on the video side of things. But we are talking about PlayStation VR and mm-hmm. VR is absolutely your bag. Uh, you are, I think, the person I know who is most into it, the biggest advocate for it. And I would love to include your views on the news that came out this week from Sony on the price point. Because I right. think that has generated so much conversation. Like our story from yesterday on Eurogamer has over 300 comments. Um, people have, like, genuinely have a range of opinions um, mm-hmm. from, wow, that's really expensive to, oh my God, that's so expensive. I would need to remortgage. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is a shame that it's that price has come at a time when there is a lot of financial worry uh, for the majority of the world. It is, it is a, it's a bit of a shocker for everyone's wallets, I think. Yeah, we, we talked a little while ago, didn't we, about how much we thought it might cost. And we mm-hmm. were talking around the ballpark of the console, but I yeah. really didn't think it was going to go higher. Yeah, it is. Uh, I thought it would be around the price of the console, mainly because this one has the sense controllers packaged in with it. When you bought the original uh, PSVR, you could just get the headset only without move controllers because a lot of the original PSVR games could be played with the DualShock and the light bar. Uh, the sense controllers of the PlayStation VR 2, from what I've played with, feel like really top quality controllers they rival the best controllers uh the oculus and whatever can do um so i was fully expecting there to be a high price um i would say that not having a game bundled in with the, the main box is a bit like well a massive disappointment because then you've got to spend an extra 40 quid on the uh the horizon call of the mountain one which drives the price up even more but um this is i've had a go on it and it is a very high quality piece of kit, rivaling some of the best PC VR stuff. So um, I would have been, probably would have been more shocked if it had come in at a very low price rather than the price it has done. Mm. Then let's just say, uh, first of all, what you get in the pack for your money. Um, mm-hmm. And for £530, which is $550, which is $600 if you're paying in euros, you get the PSVR 2 headset, it's two controllers, uh, and a pair of stereo headphones, which mm-hmm. there don't seem to be any photos of, so I'm imagining they're quite crap. 
It's a weird one, the stereo headphones, because I don't know where they're going to plug in. I didn't see a, a headset jack when I played. When I played, um, Sony plonked a pair of Pulse 3D Pulse headset uh, uh, on me, which are wireless. So, you know, I was just, I was wearing those and it sounded great. I don't know what the sound quality is going to be like with a pair of stereo headphones or yeah, what they look like, but I never saw them when I, when I tried it. So that's uh, your guess is as good as mine for that. And you make the really good point that, uh, there is no game packed in, which means mm -hmm. even if you're paying 530 pounds, you can't do anything with it. So of course <laughs> you're going to spend more than 530 pounds. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know maybe maybe there'll be a surprise little demo disc like the original playstation vr one had it surprises me that they haven't said that on the box but there's got to be that it's got to launch with some demos or something that would that would be a bit silly to launch it with no games surely i don't know uh, it if does worry me that, a bit they should have mm. said it yeah um, so yes, there is this bundle box, which allows you to actually use the thing that you've spent £530 on, and that's £570, and that gets you uh -huh. Horizon Call of the Mountain, um, and that's $600 or €650, Euros. the price mm -hmm. goes up. And also, we should just say, if you want the PSVR 2's controller charging dock, and so you don't take up all of the USB ports on your uh, PS5 console, that's another £40 extra. So all together, that's £610 to play a game on the thing that you bought and also charge it without messing up. Yeah, and I suppose if you're buying a PlayStation 5 as well at the same time, you're, on, you're over a grand and you almost could buy a PC and a VR headset with that. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that, Ian, because the number is £1,090 for a PS5, the PSVR 2, uh, a game to actually play all of this stuff with and the controller dock. £1,090. Yes, that's expensive indeed. How does that compare to some of the other VR options out there? If, well, the, you know, newly, um, yeah, the newly announced Quest Pro, MetaQuest Pro, or whatever the hell Meta's calling it, is um, that's over a grand on its own just for a standalone headset. Um, it's top of the line kind of VR, but I don't know. That is way overpriced, I reckon, for what it is. Um, I think that they're aiming that one to be more for developers and businesses, I think, than consumer VR like Sony. Uh, in terms of like other little headsets, like standalone ones, like the MetaQuest 2 or the newly released Pico 4, they come in and about. 400 pounds i think so or maybe 300 around that ballpark um and they are they're decent and they give you wire free uh, vr gaming but i actually don't really rate them too much because the performance isn't great and the the visuals aren't brilliant i prefer my pc VR gaming. I prefer to be wired in so I can experience like really high quality visuals. Uh, I've seen a lot of people complaining that the PSVR 2 is wired in, um, but if it wasn't wired in, you would get some kind of potato graphic-y style games. <laughs> Whereas because it's got this, it's got a very long, thin wire. Um, and because of that, you're going to be able to experience some phenomenal looking games. Horizon Call of the Mountain looks incredible. Like it really made me like 
I have to pick my jaw up off the floor when I was playing it. The the kind of difference in graphical style from PSVR one to PSVR two. So, you know, you maybe your maybe the price is there for a bit of extra quality compared to the like the standalone headsets that Meta and Pico are doing, but. Um, you could probably get a second-hand Oculus Rift S for a PC for about 300 quid and have a much bigger library and experience high-quality visual games uh, on your PC for way less than a PSVR 2. Mm. Uh, Ed and Nishmak, I want to bring you in because uh, I think the price is the price and we can compare it with other headsets, but I think um, some of the surprise at the price is that the expectation was this was going to be a more affordable entry into the VR market, a more accessible market for people who don't want to mess around with a high-end PC. I'm someone that doesn't play on PC games, uh, PCs really. I've, I'm a console gamer. I just enjoy that ease. Um, you guys have uh, PlayStations. Um, is this something that you would consider purchasing based on the lineup games that are there at the moment to play on it no yeah me neither <laughs> done no i mean if they release beat saber on it then maybe i'll think about it um that is the only game i can play in vr without vomiting so unless they have some sort of anti-vom thing in psvr2 it's probably not something i'm gonna buy um, that's actually another 50 pounds for that <laughs> oh i see yeah of course the bomb tax i forgot about yeah that. it's a nice sony branded sick bag though it's, it's wonderful <laughs> does that hook up as well or? it does yeah like a little horse feeding bag that you can just spew into but <laughs> that's another usb port which you're going to need another cradle to <laughs> of course of course I like the fact that like so Sony says, oh, you have to buy this thing so you don't use up all the USB ports on your PS5. Sony designed the PS5. Why not put some more PS, <laughs> some more USB ports in there in the first place? You know you're going to do another VR headset. Like this isn't something that you dreamt well, up in the last six months. Mm. <laughs> I mean, for me personally, I, I did think Horizon Call of the Mountain was a compelling game. I think if they bundled it in, maybe, but. He, I guess the problem is that it is at my price range. I think it's it's just too expensive for me to purchase and justify it. I don't think there are enough games either, um, currently, um, to justify any purchase. I think I think it's a bummer that it doesn't have backwards compatibility with the original PSVR. I get it. I think there are technical limitations, which means they couldn't do it. Um, but I think if 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 they try to port them over or something, if they just buff like beefed up the lineup a little bit maybe cut the price a bit it, it might be more of a sell but at the current price with the current games it's just it just isn't enough there for me i think i wonder how extensive these games are as well you know it's call of the mountain for instance it's obviously not a full-sized horizon game um, it's about seven to how... eight hours long i think yeah and how many of those of these games are similar to that in which mm. case you know these are essentially kind of fairly casual experiences a lot of them but you need a yeah. very expensive bit of tech to be able to, to to play them so it's that weird thing of well it's sort of casual games with a high price point that i think a lot of casual gamers won't want to pay for mm. is it fair to say as well ian looking at the games that sony announced yesterday that the majority of them are already available or will be also available elsewhere a fair few of them are for definite 
Um, the only one there that I think has been confirmed as a launch title alongside Horizon is Cities VR, which is definitely not going to appeal to everyone. I'm sure it's a lovely game, but it's a weird building. one to have in VR, though. Yeah, I, it's reviewed pretty well on the quests and stuff, but city building is a genre that makes me go to sleep very quickly. <laughs> so it's not one I've tried. Um, a lot of them, Cosmonius High is a quest game that I've played. Um, Hello Neighbor Search and Rescue is a kind of VR spin-off. The only one that I'm really kind of excited for there um, is the Dark Picture Switchback VR, which is kind of like a sequel to... Um, until dawn, rush of blood, which was one of it was an incredible launch game. I really hope Switchback is a as a launch game for uh, PSVR two because uh, rush of blood was such a good launch game, like scary, easy to play, exciting. It was one that my any time I had someone around the house, I'd be like, hey, check this out. This is what VR's like. It's amazing. So um, I kind of like kind of like the look of that one as well. I feel like that's a lot of what VR is, though. Like people will spend loads of money on this bit of tech and they get their mates over and be like, oh my God, look how great this is because you're trying to justify how much you've spent on it. <laughs> and then people play it for five minutes and go, oh yeah, that's fun. Yeah. But it's not something you can just sit and play for hours and hours. I think that's what makes the Quest 2 so compelling compared to this is that it, it's quite cheap. And I know that we will have our criticisms of Facebook and they don't seem to be that invested into making gaming on VR like something I, I, yeah, a great experience. But I think given the relatively low price tag compared to other VR headsets, it does seem like a good entry point, whereas this just isn't, um, which is a big problem if Sony is planning to expand the VR market with more with more consumers. It's interesting. I was listening to Mark Zuckerberg. I think it was during an interview with um, The Verge recently. Yeah, it was. And yeah. Which is, it was a really good interview. And uh, as, you know, robotic as it often seems Mark Zuckerberg is, it, he talked quite frankly about how VR, you know, and, and the metaverse is a long-term bet. And right now, the they are a long way from reaching that long-term bet. And everything still seems very early. And he expected the um, blowback that he's had from changing Facebook's name to Meta and, and people being like, you know, what on earth is he doing? Rightly or wrongly, like his vision is that this thing is coming and AR or VR or a mix will be how a lot of people interact with technology in the future, but we are still a long way from that. Hmm. And uh, these headsets, um, the MetaQuest uh, especially, are uh, essentially still prototypes. And every iteration that uh, it releases, it will be improved, but there is this virtuous cycle of product adoption, breeds, product um uh, evolution and you need users to buy into the system so that the technology evolves mm. gets better and more people come into the system and then so on and so forth my issue with playstation vr2 is that at that price point i think that sony has fluffed its kind of role in this ecosystem as a really easy access entry you don't need a high npc you just have a PlayStation 5, which a growing number of people now have as expensive as they are. Hmm. That is a mass market device. When I look at this at £530, that is beyond so many people. And yeah. I just think, you know, Sony, you go for the high end, you sell a million units. But where does that leave you? Like, does that leave you with a successful uh, consumer product that grows VR in general? Hmm. Who are you aiming this at? I mean... 
I think it's interesting. I don't think Sony would tell us, but it'd be interesting to know whether Sony's making a profit or they are losing money with every unit they're selling. Um, because the hardware is high end, it's, it's, it's pretty state of the art. So I imagine it's very expensive for them to produce. Um, and whether or not they're selling it at a loss as it is. Um, if they are, I can, I can, I can understand from their perspective cutting the price even more and selling it at an even greater loss, which, and they might not make their money back in terms of games because there aren't a lot there. Um, it's, it's a difficult well, sale. That's another criticism that I have. If Sony, you know, it's like, look, we just have to price it at this because, you know, that technology prices are going up, as we know, because Sony just put up the PS5 by 30 quid. But at least justify it over another VR platform with the content that you have. You know, PlayStation franchises, we just got Horizon Call of the Mountain. Like None of the others are announced at the moment. Where are the Sony exclusives? Where's the third-party support that you can't get on another platform? I, I don't know. Um, yeah. If you're are... just left with VR ports, then what's the difference? You know, and if the price is relatively similar... Yeah, they def they desperately need another Astrobot rescue mission because that is uh, a fantastic Sony um, exclusive to the PSVR one, uh, and they they've been very tight lipped about a lot of things that could help sell the system, like GT Seven. Where's like the GT Seven VR support? So many people are, are clamoring for that, uh, and you know that's not even been hinted at. I mean, is it coming? Is it not? Everyone wants it to come, but who knows? There isn't a killer game, is there? That's the issue. There just isn't a single game that like, yeah, well, it's quite expensive, but I, you know, I got to experience this game. I got this is what VR is all about, which is the difficult thing. No, there do isn't. We think that they're holding back. Like, do they have Half Life Alex in their back pocket, but they're waiting for the first lot of pre-orders? I hope to God that they have Half Life <laughs> Alex uh, on that system because that game is phenomenal. More people need to play it, and it would be stupid not to uh, have it on there. Uh, in terms of like games I've already played on the PSVR 2, you know, Horizon is a good kind of entry level game and a good showcase of the tech, but I don't think it's naturally a system seller. Um, I've played Resident Evil Village on there, uh, which is like brilliant in VR, uh, but you can play mods of that in VR if you have a, a, a PC headset. I played The Walking Dead, uh, Saints and Sinners Chapter 2, which is a really cool, chunky, lengthy, open-world kind of survival game, uh, which I love. But that is going to be available on other headsets as well. And also, the other game I played was Star Wars um, Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, which is just an updated version of a quest thing. So again, the stuff I have played and the stuff that has been announced is, yeah, it, it, a lot of it is stuff we've seen and done before rather than system-selling uh exclusives i mean we were discussing this yesterday and i think if they introduce compatibility with pc i think they'd sell a lot more units because mm. it, it's, it's still a high-end headset and i think it's a really good headset to purchase whether sony would actually do that i have my doubts i think it's one of the reasons why we don't have half of alex is that valve may have set the condition that yeah we'll give you the game but you've mm. got to make the headset compatible with pc and i think for sony that's just not something that they're going to do right now I think keeping it within the Sony ecosystem is something that they want to do. Yeah, I, I, sounds I think, likely. I think that's unlikely. Just un unless they are making money on each headset sold, like a significant return. Unless there's some way of, and you know, we know that they are rolling out PC integration into PlayStation 
profiles to some degree and you know unless they see it as like oh here is an entry for pc players who don't have a ps5 to join the ps5 ecosystem but again it just feels like it's going to be such a niche device that i don't know if 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 that's an attraction there anyway can we assume that resident evil village will be a launch title because i don't know if that's listed or not i mean at least that is a known franchise and it's a known game because it's already out um elsewhere it's not listed but i would be surprised um if it didn't like get released as a free update for the base game at some point close to if not on launch Mm. um i'd also like it if they did the same for resident evil 7 like update that at the same time that was really Uh, popular yeah, yeah, one of the best PSVR games um, I've ever played. Uh, so good. So it, more people need to try that out as well. But yeah, um, I th- like yeah. I think it's literally just two games so far that have been confirmed as launch titles. We'll we'll see more as we get closer. But two games are not going to convince people to pre-order considering that price. I imagine down the line that more and more developers will make VR editions of their games. It's just a matter of time and, and development cost and everything. And yeah. maybe Sony needs to give an incentive to do that. Yeah, the the um a good example, No Man's Sky is has said they're coming out and doing a PSVR two version of their game. I would be very surprised if a lot of other big PSVR games didn't get PSVR two ports down the line from, from their developers rather than Sony. So like, you know, things like Moss or Job Simulator games, stuff like that. Uh it would be you know, it would be silly for them not to bring previous games to the new headset um i just yeah it's just a matter of time i think for the developers uh yeah i i I wonder if sony set some of these specs a little while back um you know over a year ago and these things have just ended up costing a bit more than they initially expected i can't think that they ever wanted to come out and trumpet 530 pounds as a good price mm-hmm. and and the way that it's just the pricing is structured or, or announced in that blog post just annoyed me yeah. as well like 530 pounds and you can't play anything <laughs> that's not really the price of the of the system then is it it's it's uh yeah i i wonder if you know they had wanted to hit a, a lower price point and they've sort of preemptively put the price up yeah they know I mean, potentially it's like I said, though, it is a very, very high tech piece of kit. It's better than a Quest 2, um, you know, it's better than a Pico 4, it's better than my Rift S. It's, it is really, it, it, it's top quality kit for a casual gaming audience. PSVR 1 has always been like casual VR. You can sit there and play it with a DualShock on the comfort of your own sofa. If you're playing PC or Quest, you might want to do some more big like room scale experiences. And I think Quest 2 is going to aim to be a bit more casual like that. It's just a shame that the price also isn't aimed at the casual market because you know, it's at the moment it's still a rich man's game uh PS PSVR 2. This this is it. And this is what I wanted PlayStation to come in and try and disrupt and change. And I think mm. the first PlayStation VR headset did do that to some degree. Mm. And so there has been an element of surprise with this pricing because Sony just, it won't do that in the same way. Or, or it, and it certainly won't do that in a way that some people had hoped. Mm. So, so I think what happened is that Sony took to heart the criticisms of the original VR headset, which was that compared to like PC equivalents, it was a bit crap. And mm. and you didn't just get the same experience. And so they were like, right. So for the for our successor, we're going to have high end tech. We're going to be 
as good if not better than PC headsets, <clears throat> and which is what they produce. Except the problem is, it, it, it's also very expensive, and hmm. for a console audience, they're not used to those sort of prices. I do feel it's... with Sony overall, it feels like they are very much heading towards this luxury market or luxury item market. You know, the the console itself has gone up in price. This is very expensive. They've released the or releasing the what Elite controller, whatever it's called. I think that's the Xbox one. Whatever the new DualSense one is, that's also incredibly expensive. Mm. PlayStation Plus is incredibly expensive for <laughs> the top level. It just feels like they are really trying to push PlayStation as a luxury item that they know is desirable, and they know that for the console at least, people will pay that premium. Now that you mention it, I think it's a Sony-wide issue. It's not just PlayStation. Um, I'm thinking about sony televisions compared to like competitors from like samsung etc sony's tvs are very expensive same goes for their audio equipment um their phones they've slowly slowly been creeping up in price and i think sony is trying to go for that sort of apple price tag of like very high end Hmm. which just it just makes me think of mcdonald's bringing out a caviar range and saying well it's only (laughs) it's only a tenner per spoon that's really good compared to what you'd pay at a French restaurant. And people would just be like, yeah, but <laughs> I, I like a happy meal. What are you doing? That's, a happy yeah, meal no, gets a toy fair. with it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> wow, that is a burn, that. Jeez. <laughs> um, happy meal I'd... gets a toy with it. Oh. <laughs> Or PSVR two. Yeah, look forward to that demo. This <laughs> not coming. I'd love to ask you all what you think Sony could do now, apart from cutting the price, which is not going to happen, to um, improve the offering. Is it a demo disc? Is it a franchise, an exclusive? Um... If they could bring out a PSVR two um, exclusive state of play with like just a load of game announcements you know not just release dates for games we already know about but surprise announcements um first party games things like that just make a big show of it you've they've they've sony's done these prices they've shown us the box but they haven't shown us you know what we're going to be able to do with it and if they can just give us a showcase that will get us excited show us that there is stuff we'll show the com- the consumers that there is you know going to be games for it and there is going to be a reason that maybe you want to start saving up for one uh that is going to improve public opinion a bit because at the moment yeah like you all have said the the are thin pickings for what you can actually play on this like very expensive piece of kit at the moment i think with that as well it's a case of longevity it's a case mm. of give us that state of play and here are games that might be coming out in a year's time or two years time but at least you know that we're going to be supporting this for a long time because sony have a history of coming up with these things like handhelds and then not supporting them for, for very long uh, and i think right people are going to be worried that hey i'm going to invest over you know potentially over a grand in all of this mm. and then in a year's time oh there's nothing new to play on it because you didn't announce anything so yeah. i think it's a sense of yeah i want stuff at launch but i also want stuff in a year's time mm. two years time three years time the psvr1 um, was pretty well supported up until this last year when they just you know sony just completely forgot about it as did other developers i presume most of the other vr developers are working on psvr2 stuff but um yeah you're right it would be nice to know that there is it's been future proofed and it's gonna gonna keep getting value for our money if we do get one 
I think as well, give us an exclusive from a known Sony franchise. Like Horizon is is decent, but is sort of very recent. Um, yeah, give us give us a classic. I was going to make that point. I think if they if they just one of their exclusive IPs, whether that's a Naughty Dog game or something from Santa Monica, you know, give us a VR game from one of those top notch studios. You know, high end, story driven, whatever, whatever you need. Um, I think that would sell units. You know, if it's a compelling enough game to the you know of the same quality as half-life alex which is a phenomenal game you know if sony has something like that i think you know that would improve the you know, selling point for the, for, the, for the thing because currently it's just i just don't think it's there hmm. Hmm. yes let us know what you think if there is i mean maybe you're sold on it but if not if there's anything that sony can do to tempt you a exclusive uh nathan drake simulator <laughs> i don't know um i just feel like sony's got all of these amazing franchises and then just to just to say well we're doing this horizon game but then also here's a load of ports and things that you can get elsewhere please yeah. give us 500 quid i'm crossing my fingers very hard that they are still keeping that sony is still keeping some stuff under its belt uh you know uh to whip out a bit closer to christmas maybe but yeah that, just looking at the list of uh, games they announced the other day, they're all, they're all a bit meh, to be honest. Light and, Brigade looks okay. It's a PSVR and PSVR 2 cross-buy title, actually. That's the first of those that has ever been announced. Ooh, um, exciting. This is it. Like, if, if you are into VR, you will have a headset already. Hmm. Or you won't. Like, if you're not into VR, then I, the thing is, I don't think that there's anything that the PSVR 2 does, and especially with that price, encourage someone who's not already thinking about VR to invest. And that's something that I wanted from the PSVR 2. Hmm. If you're into VR already, great. Like, you'll probably get the VR 2 because you just you're a, uh, you're passionate about that technology and seeing it evolve. But yeah. for people who are on the fence, what what is convincing the fence sitters right now? Are they going to drop? five six hundred quid for a horizon game no. no like and the rest of it you can just play elsewhere so yeah yeah i think the tr- i think the trouble is that all their first party studios are busy doing what well, either they're working on a new game or a remake or whatever i mean naughty dogs are doing that multiplayer game they've mm. been working on for ages i think they're all just really busy and they just didn't have the resources to get something out for the release on psvr 2 it always feels a bit like a distraction because Sony knows that its big blockbusters sell consoles but are not the only thing that it has to focus on, which is why it's announced 10 live service games to come out over the next <laughs> few years. And, you know, those I'm sure are going to make money. The The Last of Us uh, like uh, live game when that launches is going to be a massive hit, I'm, I'm sure. If you're if you're Jim Ryan and you're looking at like development budget and where to put it with a, such a niche device at that price, you know, do you commit a third of Naughty Dog to make a Nathan Drake simulator, or do you say no, no, let's just remake The Last of Us Part Two again and and resell that at seventy dollars? <laughs> I mean, one's easy money and the other isn't. It's as simple mm, as that. Yeah, like one your PS Five games you're selling to what is it now, like 25 million people? PSVR 2 games, you're selling to 
you know, I, I will have to see. But have yeah. we had sales numbers up to date for the original PSVR? Probably, but I don't know them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like single digit millions, though. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm presuming there's going to. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, it's super hard to get a PSVR 2 at launch, though. They'll have that scarcity, The whether it's manufactured scarcity or not. I feel like there's going to be, it's going to be sold out. No matter what the price, I reckon it's going to be sold out the instant you can pre-order and then there'll be scalpers doing it. Um, I kind of doubt they're going to make that many units anyway. <laughs> they might be playing on the safe side, you're right. Well, they might not need to at that price. <laughs> right we should wrap uh wrap up there before i get mm-hmm. catty um <laughs> i still love you psvr2 thank you so much ian for joining us uh <laughs> i know we are not me. vr uh players and you are and it's been really really great to have your input no, and it's suggestions. been actually really good to hear input from people who aren't mad on vr and don't just want to buy it because it's a shiny new headset you know hearing hearing concerns from you know people who aren't the target audience is is good to know actually so yeah thanks for inviting me along i i gen i want to say i genuinely think like the future of how we interact with technology will evolve and incorporate elements of what we now think of as vr and ar but mm. it's just not there yet and I want to be on the Star Trek holodeck <laughs> and I want to be, you know, more immersed in games than I am right now, just staring at my TV. So I want to see this evolve. And I think that's why, you know, this, this is especially frustrating to me because I just, I can't see that market growing mm. with PSVR 2 in a way that I, I think that I hoped it, it might. So, yeah. I don't yeah, hate VR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right uh thanks to you all and if you've made it this far in the video thank you for watching um ian where can people find you on the twitters on the twitters it's at ian higton and um yeah that don't go there there go to youtube.com forward slash Eurogamer <laughs> for all your playstation vr2 and vr needs and also other stuff as well it's good on there it's nice I <laughs> thank <like> you it. <laughs> ed where can people find you on twitter and or youtube uh, I'm not on YouTube, um, but on Twitter, it's at Ed underscore Knights. Awesome. Ishrak, how about you? And it's at ISHRXP underscore. And I'm at Tom Phillips EG. Thanks again, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.